The Gamer's Lounge with Amon Green is on the air. You need a sledgehammer? That's Batman. The Gamer's Lounge. Tony Stark will blow up the building, and then as it's blowing up, he'll rebuild it. It's time <laughs> to press play. Ah, welcome to the Amon Green's Gamer's Lounge. Man, we are rolling along, guys. Uh, welcome to the show. So if you're your first time tuning in, this show, we talk about a little bit of everything in esports, in the video game world, to catch you up on the major topics, trending topics, stuff or stuff we find that we need to tell you about. You know, it might be interesting little tidbits about certain companies, about certain games or things like that. And then we'll let you know what's on stream. I mean, you know, we got all these fun little streaming apps, Hulu, Netflix, all these new ones that some words I can't even pronounce, but we're watching them and we're saying, hey, you know what? You need to watch these. And then also game releases, what's coming out week by week of the fun games that are out in the in the console world, in the PC world. And then we end off today's show, every show with a fun segment called This or That and see what we kind of learn each other. I say, I know one thing we've, we've been learning each other here um, between my co-host Ben and John. Hey guys, how you doing? Doing good. I'm on green. My last week, hmm, let's see here. I've been, I say again, grinding on Watch Dogs. I'm not done with it, but it's Ubisoft, so I know it's probably, hopefully, it's an epic story. <laughs> uh, it's going to probably be another 100, close to 100 hours of my time of life <laughs> being played. Uh, but no, grinding on that. How does your wife then, put up um, with you, Amon? Played some Cold, cold War with my players up until, I think that was on Saturday night. So I think that was the weekend because we played till about 2 a.m which is pretty awesome, you know, playing with my players. This is something that I kind of I look at where as a football player during my career in the league and also high school and, um, you know, when I was little, this is something I would never do with my football coaches or my baseball coaches is play the game that we're, you know, that they're coaching me in up, up until 2 a.m., you know, because half of them were out of shape. You know, God bless their hearts. They were great coaches, you <laughs> know, <laughs> and they wouldn't keep up with us. So, but I'm able to hang with my my players playing Call, you know, Call of Duty Cold Black Ops Cold War. It just came out a couple of weeks ago and getting ranking up. I believe I'm over over 30 in my ranking, but some of my players, which is no surprise, they have brought the prestige system out. So they've pre prestige at least once and a few of them already tw- two times, which you get prestige three times. And prestige is where basically you hit all the ranks of maxing out all your weapons, all your loadout, you know, loadout weapons, which is grenades and the guns and rocket launchers, shotgun, whatever you max them out. That means you get so many kills at being in the crouch position or standing up or just headshots, things of that nature. And so they've done it. And, uh, but I'm glad, I'm glad they've done it. That makes me, that tells me that they're putting their work on the game and it's not like, they're wasting their time. <laughs> they're they're maximizing their time. And then uh, today is my wife's birthday, so she Whoa. we already had breakfast. We had her birthday breakfast, and now she's with her mom and uh, her mom's husband right now. I'm spending time with her, and then we're gonna do her dinner. Her birthday dinner is she picked out Mexican food, and we found a couple uh, mom and pop restaurants here in the Northeast Wisconsin area that actually serves very good, authentic. Mexican food. So I'm excited for that. That's one of my favorite food groups to go and munch on. Um, and then uh, something she told me yesterday, my wife was out shopping with her mom and we're going to talk about, you know, little deals later on for, cause we know it's the holiday season for Christmas shopping and things of that nature, which we're already talking about, which drives me a little, little batty, but 
when it comes down to consoles and computers, then that's different. Then I got to know the information. And she's like, babe, you know, I just went to, uh, to Costco and uh, they just sold out a PS5. I said, what? I was like, no way. I was like, how did I forget that, you know, the bulk item shops like Costco and Sam's Club, they actually sell. I forgot they sell. They sell the games. I'm in there every now and then. I see the games and I'm like, oh, sweet. And they have them at pretty darn good prices. So be mind you, if you are a, a gamer and you're a console person and you love either or both or one or the other, the seek little little sneak uh, say hack is check out Sam's Club, check out Costco for the PS5 and the Xbox X series. It is a game changer and a little because you don't think about it. If you don't shop there, you won't think to go there for that. So I found I re- was reminded by my wife and uh, was like, this is a game changer, guys. It's a game changer. So what's up with you guys? How have things been going since last week? What's up with me? Well, uh, this is opening week or opening Saturday will be of gun deer season in the state of Wisconsin. So I'm gearing up to do a little deer hunting, getting mm-hmm. making sure I have my license, make sure I have my blaze orange, make sure I got my boots. Make sure I got all that stuff geared up because this upcoming weekend, that's where you will find me is in the woods. <laughs> Without a switch? Without no a switch, I'm on. Yes. I was going to yes. say, you could bring the switch into the woods and still play. I'm a very dedicated hunter, okay? Sometimes, though, when you do get bored, I do pull out my, my cell phone and play a, a game or two on my cell phone, maybe. <laughs> While you're sitting in this, the there deer you stand or something. Yeah. You got to have something in the weirdness. Yes, that's true. I'm worried You've about taking the before. switch, though. Because I don't want something to happen to it. It gets cold. I'm worried about taking the switch with me in the woods. You know, it gets cold. What? I don't want to drop it. I don't want something to happen to it, you know? Oh. So that means you don't trust your own hand-eye coordination. <laughs> well, I mean, I got a gun in my hands, too, so I should probably, you know. That is so hilarious, by the way, that a football player is like, oh, I get it. So you just don't trust your – like, you look at it a totally different yeah. way. Like, you just hang on to it. That's all you got to do. It's true. No one's trying to hit it out of your hey, hands. Hey, man, that thing is like – exactly. You don't have D lineman coming at you. You don't – that thing is 300 bucks, man. You better guard it with your life, man. I know, but players. I also got a gun in my hands, Amon, so which one do I protect more? This switch needs a wrist strap. Oh, true, yeah. That's true. what it needs, a little wrist strap. Yeah. So then if you drop Ooh. it, how about that? Game changer. Let's market true. that. Come on now. Bam. Game changer right there. There you go, Ben. Uh, but uh, that's funny. <laughs> so about, with you, John. Uh, well, it's, I think it's funny that you said the Costco thing with PlayStation. I never even thought of Costco. I don't think fair. of Costco for things like that either. No. But I have friends who will only buy their right. TVs from Costco. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. where they go. Hmm. So that's that's pretty cool that they have it and that they're going to get it restocked again. Um, so Costco is now another option if you're looking for the PS5 or the Xbox, the new Xbox X. Um, but for me, no, just, uh, I guess more of the same. <laughs> I just keep plugging away at, at the, you know, my Rocket League and, uh, yeah, man, just, uh, not nice. too much different for me. I'm not going hunting this weekend or anything like that. Yeah. I'm not a big hunter either. I've been a few times though. I've been living my, uh, my 20 some odd years living in Wisconsin, I have been a handful of times and I have not shot anything. The focus was to do that. I've seen a lot of deer, but it was doe. So, it was, you know, we leave them alone. We leave the does alone um, and turkey. And we weren't turkey shooting because it wasn't, I believe, is there a turkey season, Ben? There is a turkey season, AG. There is. Okay. Okay. So I wasn't sure if we could or couldn't, but we know we, I watched them walk by. They gobbled, <laughs> gobbled right by our uh, tree stand. They're in the Northwoods here, Wait, above, who took uh, you right on? in, uh, where were we at? We're in Abrams, which is like O'Connell, 
Falls area, like right north, 20, 30 minutes north of Green Bay area. It was like two, three years ago. But my buddy Gary Bowles, who's also former military, and we just celebrated uh, Veterans Day last week. So hats off my, to my man Gary. He's an awesome guy, big-time Packer fan. Hang out with him and his wife, uh, Bonnie, who both are um, – ex-military as well and so he hunts all the time so he's always sending me pics actually he just sent me a pic um of a of a deer that he got last week i think pretty good pretty good sized deer he, he got he got to get all the goody goodies that come after you get your shot in get to eat food <laughs> oh man so so we got one here john we got but we get into these topics here a little bit we got next gen console keeps crashing. Hmm. Mm. No surprise there. And, you know, and so there's both systems are on, I say, on judgment here. So it's the Xbox X series and the PlayStation 5. You know, found, you know, that most of the, say, I mean, they said experience two hard crashes where the console cuts to a black screen before quickly turning off this is from reddit loser online i mean reddit reader or user excuse me i said loser user online today and this is this goes back from my um i say education and technology something my dad told me he was an it guy as it when i was a kid and growing up and he always talked about when items you know electronic items would launch or release is that always wait a while you know, wait the after the first batch of things come to the market. So the stuff that hits the stores, the first batch, you know, sometimes you want to get it because it has those little special edition things about them, controllers. Um, the color of the console may be different than the others, but the inside is usually the same. And usually the inside, they're still working on the gremlins that uh, I say live in, in, in technology that, you know, the developers, the coders are trying to decipher and clean up before, they sell them, but sometimes they get out there and they, they didn't get everyone. They didn't get all the gremlins out. As we know, the gremlins are gremlins. They get in there and mess things up. And so always the second wave is the ones you want to go after. So this is no surprise to me, guys. No, some, uh, some of the systems kind of having a little hiccups. How frustrating it frustrating must it be if you just drop the 500 on the uh, Xbox X or the PS5 and you get a blank screen or like this is all from the, the article in Kotaku. Uh, where another user says uh, it works 50% of the time. Another one says, I've been playing the PS5 is on Twitter for the past 78 hours, and I just experienced my first console crash. So the first seven hours into it, there's photos online of the repairing console storage icons on the PS5. And and like I think what you just said is, it is important to note because they even write this at the end of the article it says early adopters traditionally act as a second wave of beta testers for every console launch. So, yeah. So if you're one of the early adopters, you're the first one to grab this at a Costco or whatever, you may be the first to mm-hmm. kind of report these bugs. And as they work it out, things should get better. Right, Ben? How about last week? Right. We talked about how through Amazon, I believe it was. People go, were getting the emails about how they're not going to get their systems when they originally thought they were, what, like a month or so behind getting those out. Imagine you're reading, you're hearing all these horror stories, and you know you're about to get shipped that same system in about a month or so. So the system you you know that you'll get in about a month or so may have these same issues. God, how frustrating would that be? But, but it really is, like Amon's saying, though, it really is. Right, Amon. it's scary. It, it is scary, but like you said, it's not unexpected. Like this... 
we could have predicted these articles coming out back when the PS5 that that you know that that opening trailer that launch date was announced. We could have we could have anticipated this, right? Yes, for sure, for sure. It's something that uh, you know both companies, the developers within the companies, the engineers of these items know. Just like the gaming code, like the code coders for a video game, like why uh, Punk, uh, Cyberpunk is not out right now, like Halo is not out, Halo Infinite is not out right now because they want to get the product done. And COVID was a part of it because developers couldn't go into studio, into their engineering rooms to actually, you know, in the Microsoft buildings, in the PlayStation, Sony buildings where they create the games and the system. So I say you could lay a little bit on COVID um, and the way 2020 has gone for people and developers, because usually when a team of developers, a team of engineers are building out these consoles or creating a game, they're in, you know, like, you know, for example, it's it goes way better. Our show, you know, AG Gamers Lounge goes way better when I'm in studio. Right, guys? We like it better. It feels better. Our energy, we're working off the energy of one another. And that's how it is for these coders and, and the engineers of the system and the games. When they're all together, it comes out way better. But when they're separated because they can't come into oh, the building, yeah, yeah. I could say that is one, I say, excuse or reason for uh, maybe some of this now. Um, but in the past, it was something that's going to happen, but it not not been as, uh, I say, prevalent, maybe. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, things would get more, I say, fine tuned than than now. That's a good point. That's a good point, Amon, that I didn't think of is is just the way some of this has probably been accomplished because of COVID, because of working from home. Yeah, I never even put that together. And and it's too for a guy who's like me just coming back into video games, you gotta think about like back in the day when I did it, this wasn't as complex. You know, I mean, maybe at the time it seemed complex, but it's not as complex as using data from the internet and multiple gigs to download and 4k resolution like you made something you tested it out did it work yes you manufactured it and you got it so um you know it's just it's just the sign of the times is what we're living in is you you get this brand new 4k capable machine with all these great upgrades and it's connected to the internet and you're downloading data and everything's happening and well, yeah, there might be a little bit more bugs. It's more complex than just sticking a cartridge in a thing and push and play, push and power. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's definitely more complex. I remember back in the day where you just need the uh, the little cable, they call it a coax, and, and, and twist it into the back of the TV. Now it's HDMI, it's DisplayPort, it's uh, the audio cable for your headsets. <laughs> it's about four or five cables that you hope you can have at least one the main one is the HDMI. If you have HDMI to your TV or monitor, then you get to go. But anything else after that, you're like, uh, I'm not sure if we have that here. So what else is going on, Amon? <laughs> yeah, man, some some cool stuff, other good stuff. So the good stuff I brought up, I found out here, I love seeing this in terms of the gaming community growing in different ways and companies able to, I say, bring up other uh, streamers, so this great article. So the female-led Queens Gaming Collective, they raised 1.5 million in their seed round. And so Queens Gaming Collective is a group of female inclusive gamers of all backgrounds um, that have brought together. So what we're you know doing here on our podcast is is part of this. I say it's kind of part in this in this same area. So this company is on a mission to propel forward equal representation of empowering women in the gaming community 
and will seek new opportunities across both gaming and general esports. So they have brought in and was able to get great um, and influential female business leaders, including Muse Capital Funders, uh, Asia Garazioli. Oh, wow, let me uh, not mess this name up. Garazioli. I think I said that right. Ben Neer and Rachel Springgate, Sugar Fina, co-founder of Rosie O'Neill and former MTV executive Amy Finnery have all are the investment team to help this Queens Gaming Collective, which has officially um, launched already. And it's going to represent 18 content creators. So that's what we are, guys. We are content creators. You have to believe you knew that. And we'll still soon we'll be back uh, streaming as well. So it's 18 content creators, players and streamers. Uh, the group is also uh, they got a peripheral deal with Razer. Razer, excuse me, Razer is similar to Logitech. So mouse, keyboards, headsets that helps them with their their gaming um, equipment and experiences. And so gaming for them, this is a quote from them and some and one of the investors, um, uh, Alicia Jacobs. Gaming is a lifestyle and Queens is a global movement built for and led by diverse women dedicated to to radical representation, economic inclusion and collaboration over competition. So that is outstanding. I, I thought I'd just bring it up because of where, you know, obviously how 2020s went. We know there's been all type of topics from from social injustices to covid and just every you know the, the campaign just in and we saw how that would you know separate has separated you know families or cities or countries or what have you or this country in general um but now to see this pop up it just showing how video games continue is pushing the needle forward and making sure inclusive all around and hopefully this group of young of ladies can be uh, successful and maybe we can get one of their investors or one of their streamers here on the, on the talk show and talk with them about their, you know, their, what their drive is and what their motivation is to be a part of Queens gaming collective. I think that's pretty cool um, because I don't know, obviously I'm a male. I don't know what it's like to be a female interested in gaming and trying to get into this world and, you know, having to work with a, a bunch of dudes, right? I don't know what that is like. Right. Um, so I think it's pretty cool that this this gaming lifestyle company is is being created because guess what? Everybody likes games. Everybody likes video games. I have a daughter. Everyone. She's seven. Yep. She likes video games. They did. It's funny. They did an assignment where they like put the toys in this category that you think you like and the toys that you don't like. They had this little assignment, right? There's little pictures you dragged right. and dropped them. And one of them was video games. She dragged it over like, I like video games. But it was funny because she's like, well, I like all these toys, you know, like. I, I'm a person too. Like I think these things are cool too. So I think this is fantastic. I really do. Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm I'm a father of four daughters. You know, two of my own, two stepdaughters, but they're all my own in in the same. And uh, to you know, I motivated them just the same way as I motivated my stepson and my my nephews, my young nephews that are all around the same age. And to see this, this gives me you know, this excites me. You know, this gives me a little you know tidbit I could drop in their nugget or my my nieces, young. Uh, my young cousins that that game you know out there and it's uh it's motivating it's fun and like i said it'll be fun to get one of those uh streamers content creators on this show one day um to see what they you know what they what, they, what games they play what we have in common and something you know that we can uh you know share to everybody else so yeah that's what i'm excited about you know see how that goes how that goes for them and so we got a fun one here pull it up so bud light made a video game console that also cools two beers 
This was you, John, right? You found this one? Yeah, I thought this was kind of fun. Like, uh, so basically they made, yeah, right. It's like a console that has a spot to hold two beers. I think it keeps the beers cold, too. It's just like a little 16 gigabyte uh, memory of six games, including Tekken 7. Um, so it's just kind of a weird, what? fun. Yeah, it's kind of a weird, fun thing they did. And I and apparently, like, people are selling these like online for more than $1,000. It's almost kind of like a limited oh edition, like, hey, you got your Bud Light game console, which also cools your beer. And I was like, like, I don't need it, but I kind of want it. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of cool. I was thinking, like, that'd be cool if other brands did their own little PC, little gaming limited edition things where you could play. So, you know, they team up with PlayStation or Xbox or Nintendo. Right. Like, I think that'd be pretty radical. That'd be pretty rad. Be something pretty to rad. display. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, it was something I knew we were talking off mic before we started recording here that another company did this before the releases of both consoles. I can't. We can't think of it right now. But I do remember um, we talked about Origin PC and they did the big O. And then they made a pair, which I didn't know it was a, basically making fun of themselves. So the big O, to kind of bring everybody on up to speed of, what the big O is that Origin PC has out right now. The big O is a PC that literally has every uh, current, I want to say current, but post-current console and PC built into it. So it has a PC um, brain in it, has an Xbox um, One brain in it, or Xbox X and PS4 and a Switch um, adapter connected to it. So they made it fun of themselves. They made the retro a commercial similar to this, but this is this is real. But they made fun of themselves by making the big old retro where they put the Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Atari, ColecoVision. I thought it was real because I watched this commercial on YouTube, and I know Kevin, um, the owner of C, the, uh, the CEO of Wait, that isn't uh, real? PC. So I'm talking to him. And I'm, you know, asking him about the the big, the new big O, but I said, hey, what about the retro? I want that one. He's like, huh? What are you saying? I'm like, no, I want to order the retro big O because I played all the Nintendo, you know, I had all them games, Sega Genesis and all that. And he's like, hold on. I don't think we, I think that was a joke on ourselves. And I'm like, man, check, please. Can you check? And he, <laughs> I, I made him check with his advertising um, marketing group. And he finally got back to me the next day. He's like, man, no, man. Like I said, that was, we're making fun of ourselves. By making this video, I'm like, dude, you had me sold. I was ready to buy it, dude. I was because <laughs> I, I thought it was a real thing. But... That's so disappointing because that sounds awesome. Yeah, that so... sounds so cool. Like, so I see that's exactly. I, you just okay. So you just reminded me of this is what I want other brands to do. I want like Mountain Dew, right? To to put something out. I right. want them to go retro. I want like like a Nintendo or Sega kind of branded video game consoles to come out like. I don't know, with McDonald's or Mountain Dew or something. Ooh. Like, that would be so cool. Something like that, right. Something like that. It has a couple games yeah, on it. be game changers. Yeah. It's almost, it, honestly, that it's would just be super. It's basically a collector's item is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, like, I remember back, what, 2013 when the Xbox One came out. And I might have mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again. Day one, I got my Xbox X One, uh, Xbox One in, and it had a controller. It's laying around here in the basement somewhere, and I'll never get rid of it because in the middle of it says day one, 2013 Xbox One on the controller. And I'm pretty sure there's only a limited amount of those controllers. And I believe I still and I still have the Xbox One behind me um, that still works. 
And I use that basically kind of like an Apple TV now because it has all the the streaming apps, you know, all the ones that we're going to talk about later where we're catching every show. Um, so that is like those things, like you said, keepsakes. And then later on, if you decide to maybe get rid of, hey, you could get a little, you know, get a um, a night out to eat with getting rid of your Xbox or PlayStation <laughs> or or maybe a vacation, a small vacation when someone might yeah. be a couple thousand. You don't know. You know, it's just interesting. Hmm. What else we got? How about some deals? Mm-hmm. So we got here. We got some, you know, you got holidays. We got Black Friday coming up, man. I got a kid of mine that I, I'm mentoring right now. <laughs> and he hit me up because, we're, you know, we play video games against each other, mostly Madden. And he's like, come on. He said, you know, we've been going back and forth talking about the same thing, guys. Been talking about the PlayStation, Xbox. He's like, did you get one? I'm like, no, I'm going to wait. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to wait the second wave like we already talked about. He's like, well. Um, and I told him about the, the Sam's Club thing, you know, in, in Costco. And he's like, he lives in the same neighborhood as me, not far. So he's like, so are you going to go? And I'm like saying to myself, I never go Black Friday shopping. I know. I learned as a kid from my mom and dad telling me how it was hell in the grocery aisles or the toy store aisles. They're picking up. I remember my dad telling me he had the, and my dad at the time, he had just uh, had knee surgery. He played football in college and had to get knee surgery. I, he tell he takes telling me how he's running down the aisle against some guy, another parent trying to grab the Nintendo back in <laughs> 1984 or 85 and fighting over Nintendo for me for uh, Christmas. And I'm like, I'm not about to do that because <laughs> I will. I will. It would not be pretty. Well, you would win. I'll probably win. I was gonna say, you'd win. You'd good, get you'd get that. Win, win. Yeah. I could get a good stiff form spin move up out of there real quick. Um, I, I still work out. It, it'll happen. So, yeah. So the big, big Friday or Black Friday Christmas deals that are out there. Well, I'll give out some dates real quick. And then I know, John, you could wrap it up. So like Amazon, they're starting like in a couple of days here. Friday, November 20th to the 27th. GameStop is the 25th through the 29th. Best Buy, 22nd through the 29th. Walmart. The 25th through the 29th. This is all November. Target the 22nd to the 28th, and then Coles. There, I wonder what they got for gaming because I'm Coles is usually like J.C. Penney just closed. I thought, but I guess they got gaming stuff too. So their dates are November 22nd through the 27th. So what we got, John? All right, so a, a bunch of deals. And, and by the way, I, I'm with you. I don't want to do any Black Friday stuff. Like no, like no, I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. Um, and yes, you would definitely win though. If you were in that situation of mine, you would just <laughs> knock over everybody in the store. To. He would always get the Black Friday deal. If Amon Green actually went to Black Friday stuff, he'd be that guy like yeah. juking around people, stiff arming dudes, like tackling, like you would be the ultimate Black Friday shopper, Amon. Um, cause I would take it serious. I'm like, look, I'm trying to get my console. I got to do everything. <laughs> possible get it all right so uh, the nintendo switch uh bundle at best buy with mario kart 8 deluxe and three months of switch online is going to be three hundred dollars just kind of scrolling through this this is from GameSpot, by the way if you want to go check out the deals for yourself the GameSpot website playstation mm-hmm. plus 12 month subscription digital code so a 12 month subscription was 60 it's only 33 dollars. that's on ebay you get xbox Game passes, three months subscriptions was forty five bucks, twenty bucks at a GameStop or at Best Buy, and you can just scroll through. and I just think it's pretty cool. Like the, tons of gaming deals for Black Friday. The Last of Us Part Two, thirty bucks now at Best Buy as well. Tony Hawk's uh, 
Pro Skater 1 and 2 is an, another deal. Mortal Kombat 11, Madden 21 for 27 bucks at GameStop. Like, there's just all these great deals that if you haven't gotten the games that you've wanted over the last couple of months, you check it out. Mm-hmm. That's a GameStop uh, link that uh, maybe we'll throw out there on social media for you in case you, you want to check it out. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. How many people are actually going to do in-person Black Friday shopping this year? I don't even think they're allowing it at some places to be. I, I, I that's smart. Yeah. yeah. That's right, because COVID, you forget about that. Yeah, because you like that's how you get so. If you get so focused in the shopping, you you totally forget about your health and everything else. <laughs> like, I'm going to get this. Cause you know, because I remember my wife, she used to do that. She stopped it probably like two years ago, just in general. Because I'm like, you, you might lose a nail or chip tooth or something. <laughs> knowing all the fighting be going on <laughs> out there, going for the uh, the kids' clothes or the the Lego sets or. Stuff uh, was it stocking stuffers, things like that. So, man, so Black Friday, I'll say, yeah, bring your boxing gloves, maybe some Kevlar and uh, your running shoes and your best gripped gloves. So you can when you grab stuff, it doesn't fall out your hand. So hope you enjoy those deals. Check it out again. Games, game spot, gamespot.com. So, John, uh, take us to what's on stream, please. Row, row, row your boat gently up. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for What's On Stream. Hey, yo. So we got, I could talk about all them streaming apps that we've I've been mentioning. And I'm, I'm going to, guys. I know I'm going to just be two quick hits here. So one of them, I just, uh, as one we mentioned a couple weeks ago that was released, actually about a month ago now, before it came out, but Mandalorian's back on season two. Um, loving life right now with that because you know i'm a star wars uh fan big time and enjoying just the um the fantastic job that john favreau and the eclectic crew of directors and writers uh, i believe dallas bryce howard ron howard's daughter she was director of episode three and up episode three is up now and they're doing a good job there i say disney is smart about this which you know they are with marketing and selling and everything they're the masters of it. So they're releasing every episode one week at a time. So you can't binge them. So you have to go, you have to wait until every Friday that the new episode of uh, Mandalorian uh, season two or every episode pops up every Friday. So episode three is up. That means four. I believe it's about eight or nine episodes for a season. We'll be wrapping up probably around Christmas time, you know, to get ready for the next season. So that is up. Check it out. It's on Disney plus. So I hope you have it. And the other show that I'm watching, I got back into, I was getting a little, I'm sure it was hard finding things. So I was like, let me just go back to where I'm comfortable. What I love watching is comic book, something comic book. So it wasn't Marvel. I went to um, DC Universe app and got a hold of Titan Titans, where it's actually in season two. So season one was around 2018. So season two was last year, I believe 2019. And you got Robin, you got um, uh, Beast Boy and uh, the other Titan members, I'm trying to remember their name, Starfire, and the one that the daughter is possessed by the devil himself. Um, I can't think of her name right now, but it's a good show. Actually has Robin and Robin. So it has uh, the uh, Drake Robin and um, Dick Grayson Robin all are now meeting up in the season two. Uh, last episode I watched was uh, episode four. So that's on. Uh, so we got two, uh, say, big company apps, DC app, uh, DC Universe and Disney Plus. Check out Mandalorian on D- uh, Disney Plus, also season two, and Titans on DC Universe season two. John? Um, all right, so for me, uh, I'm streaming on Netflix. Now, guys, please don't laugh at me. 
Okay. It's my favorite pastime, John Audius. Please don't laugh at me, but I watched a show called The Queen's Gambit. Okay, I don't even know why I clicked on it. And I've gotten so old. This makes me sound so old that I'm watching this show. There was actually a point this week where I said out loud on maybe it was a Sunday night. Oh, I can't wait to stretch tonight and watch The Queen's Gambit. Like I sounded such like an old per like anyway. Last week it was knock knock. This week it's Queen's Gambit. Yeah. So this what was are you doing? I'm seeing the previews for that though. It looks pretty good. It's pretty I like dope. The premise of it's it. pretty cool. So it's set during the Cold War era. Orphan chess prodigy Beth Harmon struggles with addiction in a quest to become the greatest chess player in the world. So I was super pumped last week at one point to do my stretching routine and to watch the show about the girl playing chess. <laughs> I sounded like such this? a dork, but it was it's such a good show. I recommend it highly, The Queen's Gambit. It's only like okay. seven or eight episodes. Wow. Nice. Nice. I've right. uh I saw I previewed it. So yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I'm glad you brought it up because I thought it was interesting to see that and always seeing little time pieces, you know, like you said, during the Cold War when you you know it was a lot of espionage and all craziness going on in terms of our world's governments competing for power at that time. So to have this little story told to us is a nice little delight. All right. So I'm also streaming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also on um, uh, Netflix this week. And John, I decided not to give you more grief as I typically do, because you may make fun of what I'm streaming. All right. right, So I was really big into the series, the crown, which kind of chronicles the queen of England and going through her, whole life it's pretty crazy when you know she was born in that time period and then you know obviously she's still in charge of the UK now uh but I watched season 1 and 2 missed season 3 well season 4 came out this week so I've gone back to binge so I can get caught up so I can start season 4 of the crown which is on Netflix Oh nice okay all right yeah. and is, is that uh, is that the same actress No they changed actress actress actresses if i could speak every season uh, because it kind of fast forwards through the queen's life because she's got to be close to 90 if she's not 90 already right I got mean, you got you okay because so cool. i was looking at um i've seen previews of both shows and i'm like it yeah. might be the same actress but who knows they switch them up all the time release the games it's time for the game releases game, game releases, releases. all right now this is right up your alley, John and uh, Ben as well. This is on the Switch. Right. We got Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. So this is an upcoming hack and slash game. So it's a hack and slash is another word for button mashing, just so you guys know. Okay. Um, game for the Nintendo Switch developed by Omega Force and published by Kyo Tecmo in Japan. It's a part of um, the Nintendo company so this game is actually the prequel so we know prequels that means it happened prior to the legend of zelda the last game that came out in 2017 the legend of zelda breath of the wild so it's taking hyrule warriors and a crossover between dynasty warriors which is a it's an anime game where basically you have all these cool champions crazy powers crazy weapons you know, swords and knives and shields and stuff like that and magic spells and you teaming up with the world of Legend of Zelda. So in that same premise, you're basically button mashing your way through uh, Hyrule and all his warriors and um, fighting Ganon, who is one of the big boss monsters in uh, Legend of Zelda lore. And so the gameplay takes those two worlds and brings them together um, in a series of games. So the characters and other elements 
that Nintendo Legend of Series series has has brought this into large scale battles against enemies while also competing, uh, completing, excuse me, completing objectives, taking strategy actions such as capturing bases and commanding troops. So big battle play. So a fun little prequel, because in the prequel, it tells you where and how um, we got to Breath of the Wild in terms of um, Link in the game was basically put in a hundred year coma by when he fought again and he fought so you know the, the fight took so long that he was exhausted so he basically i say if you fight somebody that's like 10 times your size and has all these magical powers but somehow you beat him i think you're owed a hundred year nap you know what i'm saying guys? <laughs> you know, so that's like playing you know winning yeah. a football game by yourself you you can be granted a hundred year nap so that's what happened to link and then boom this is prior to breath of the wild so check it out it comes out friday on the nintendo switch so this is probably be a fun game for you and John and your daughter there to play and get into it a little bit. I don't think I've ever told you this, Amon Green, but Breath of the Wild, I played that a ton on Switch when it first came out. I was big into Breath of the Wild. Nice. So I may have to check this out. But... No, I'm still into it. I haven't beat it yet. You haven't really? into it, but I haven't finished. Uh, I, I mean, finished. you talked about all the hours you put in on Watchdog. I put in a lot of hours in that game. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. A lot of hours. But yeah. Sometimes with game releases, I like the super chill games that aren't really strategy-based. They're kind of just fun. So I found one this week. It is called Peer Pool, and it is on the Nintendo Switch. It is already out. came out uh, earlier this week, and it's just cool. You're playing pool. The graphics are uh, updated, which kind of helps when you're trying to uh, play pool virtually and now with an actual stick on a table. But, yeah, it's cool. It's on the uh, Nintendo Switch. It is called Peer Pool 8. Peer pool eight. All right. Can yeah, you do I trick shots that. on that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you can. But right, then, yeah. yeah, practice takes a lot. You can't line your shot shots. up right. Yeah, well, you the, make sure you can line that shot yeah. up, thinking kind of off the corner pocket or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and those updated graphics like help with that. So, hmm. all right, guys, uh, for my game release this week, this is kind of falling along the lines of that Super Mario Bros. Thirty Five Amon that you were playing um, on the Switch, but this is mm-hmm. Pac Man Mega Tunnel Battle on Stadia. It's coming out, uh, actually should be out by now. Um, basically, they're right up at the Pac-Man website, the official website of Pac-Man, which is awesome. Um, it says, prove your mettle in the world's biggest multiplayer Pac-Man experience. Play in 64-player matches and show everyone who's the leader of the pack. Inv- invade other players' mazes, eat their dots and power-ups, even other players. And you can dominate, but watch out. Viewers can vote on power-ups that can cause you or your opponents to stumble on the field and be eliminated. So it's one. It's kind of along those lines in mind, uh, where it's just multiplayers all battling, but this time, uh, once again, going retro, going old school, going Pac-Man. I thought that looked kind of uh, kind of fun. That's. Uh, I think I played something. I might have played that or something close to that at a part of a month ago. Went out with Gilbert. I think I brought it up. I talked about it on the show here. Went out in Gilbert uh, Brown's one of his fundraisers at a campground here in in, North, in Southeast Wisconsin, and we played this at my little area. That was part of the fundraising. You get to donate money to play in this uh, Pac-Man Battle Royale, yeah. where you ate the power pellets, and also you could eat the other Pac-Men on the on the board. So it sounds similar, and it, that is awesomeness. Okay, when you can actually eat another Pac-Man, so. <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> That's real dope there. All right, now we're going to wrap this show up, John, with this or that. This or that. All right, guys, this week's this or that from the brain of Amon Green. Here we go. 
Lava lamp or black lights? <laughs> I thought this is a fantastic question, Amon. Right? Why are you yeah. laughing, Ben? Yeah, what's, what's so funny? What's so funny? Well, no, because I don't know. Lava lamps. They were cool when I was a kid. I wanted one forever, and then my parents finally got me one for a Christmas gift. You started the house on fire. Yeah, I just I laugh because when I think of black light, I just I think of things that I shouldn't be thinking about and why people use a black light. So it's not a bad thing anymore. You got to get used to it, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna go black light. Um, all right, so just real quick story, and I know what you're talking about, Ben, um, because yeah, my daughter has these dolls, and if you, <laughs> where if you, are you going with it? If you put them under, a, some of them have come with black lights, but she wanted like a black light just before she bought the ones that come with black lights, okay? Because they like show up in the dark and they look pretty cool. And I got one, and the 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 ad for it on Amazon was basically like, take it to your hotel room to make sure your no, room's clean. I'm like, no, don't, do no, not. No. And all the reviews on it were like, don't look at your house, right. don't look at hotel rooms. See, that's right. what I was saying. Yeah, yes. this, do oh not do any, do not do any of that. It'd be like a crime scene. Yes. yes. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna go with black <laughs> light. I'm with you there. I'm black light as well. Or it'd be like that. You seen that Cheetos commercial when the dad interrogates the family? saying who ate my bag of cheetos and they're all <laughs> their faces are clean but when he flicks on the black light all of them have chino cheeto residue even the cat <laughs> he's like when did we get a cat yeah <laughs> yes funny. it's exactly like that what are you picking him on you going lava lamp or black light i'm on um oh i, I don't know if you, you know if you heard me i said black light i'm oh. a black light guy i like that I like okay. the the coolness that the, and obviously the fun that you can have with it or not have with it discovering okay. things <laughs> all right guys uh backstreet boys or in sync oh this is a, this is an epic one right? it's a yeah. game changer right i can here. start i can start i went to see backstreet boys okay. last year year before something like that i got dragged there of course by my girlfriend who really loved the backstreet boys um and i don't know if i told this story in the podcast before but with my job i go to a lot of concerts right this was the first concert I'd ever been to where there were no instruments on stage. There was just a riser so they could dance really? on. Zero instruments. Yeah, they don't play anything. But they that just, just blew my dance. mind. Yeah. And I don't even know if they were singing at parts. I think part of it was on on I'm tape. Sure, oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure so, a lot of it was. But you know what? Just because I went yeah, to see the Backstreet Boys, I'll go with the, it. Uh, the singer's voices. Right? Yeah, I'll go with Backstreet Boys. I mean, it was a good show. It was entertaining, but I don't know. Hmm. Well, I, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say bye 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 to oh. the Backstreet Boys. I'm gonna go with NSYNC, honestly, because Ooh. listen, Justin Timberlake is a super mega superstar. Sure, he came from NSYNC. I True. always thought NSYNC was a little bit more. I don't. Uh, there was a separate in my mind. There was always a separation between NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. They were both obviously boy bands. But Backstreet Boys to me always was a little bit more like softer. You know what I mean? Like they're a little bit more boy bandish. And InSync actually kind of had some some. I know they both did. Okay, I'm not trying to diminish the Backstreet Boys. I always <laughs> thought it, I always thought InSync was just a, a, a upgrade above them. And they got Justin Timberlake, so I'm going with InSync. I'm on. Okay, and yeah, InSync. Okay, looking at them, so they were first. So they were the original before Backstreet. Backstreet came out two years later in 1997. So um, I'm going to have to go with uh, NSYNC as well because I am a little Justin Timberlake fan. I like some of his tunes. 
Only thing I got a little bit salty about is when he fired shots at, at Prince um, in one of his songs back in the day. And I was like, what? Why you do that, man? That's like the greatest well, I didn't dude, know this. singer, writer, performer yeah. in the history of music. And you want to fire shots at him? Also, you know, one, one of the best. I yeah, was I was like, gonna well, say, but I'd still respect him because he, to do to perform like they to perform is not easy, and to be successful for a long time is not easy as well. I so I'm gonna go with in sync, but it's still, that's my only little my asterisk on there. All right, all right, there you go, in sync. Uh, all mm-hmm. right, it's so moving on on this or that here on Amon Green's Gamers Lounge podcast, vodka or whiskey? Ooh, vodka or whiskey, Ben. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go whiskey. I'm a big whiskey fan. but I mean, I like vodka too, but with whiskey, I can drink a good whiskey on the rocks. I've never found a good vodka I've liked just on the rocks, so I'm going to go whiskey. Mm. Good good choice, sir. Um, I'm going to go, I say I like vodka puts hair on your chest. It's like the Russians. <laughs> they The Russians do it hardcore, so I like to do it hardcore. No, no rocks. Straight, boom. Big I'm old gonna, sixteen ounce thing of vodka, knock it out. I'm. <laughs> no, I'm lying. Not that much. <laughs> Just be, a shot. Oh my god, that'd be awful. <laughs> I'm gonna go with whiskey. I, I'm. Uh, there's something about. I, I by the way, I bought uh, the ice cube trays where you can make the big squares yep. of uh, big cubes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big drop one of those cubes in a tumbler, pour a little whiskey over it, and chill. Like that to me, just it, I don't know how much of it is just actually the alcohol helping, you know, relax you, relax you as much as it is also just the, the, the atmosphere of what it's like to have that tumbler. Oh, there's something about have the clinking of the, of the ice on the glass and the whiskey and a little sip and. I don't mm. know, something about the whole process of it I like. That sounds like an experience, bro. Yes, that's that's it. It's the experience. Like it's the experience, Amon. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, okay. That sounds like when I have a perfect game of gaming. That's what that sounds like. Yeah. It's like, oof. That's good. So great. That's good. <laughs> uh, this or that, guys, NWA or Public Enemy? Amon, I think you're going to handle this one first. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, I, I'll start off here. Yeah, I'll take this one first. Uh, I'm a, I I got to go NWA because uh, I grew up in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. And at the time, when they went platinum and the big hits they had, I could not listen to their music because my mom and dad, so they, they understood what they were saying along with the other uh, group on here, Public Enemy. They knew what they were saying, but I was too, my young ears couldn't hear it yet. Mm. So I ended up hearing it, of course, because my friend's parents had different rules or my friends would actually, you know, dub it from their older brother or older sister that were in high school or college. And hey, man, let's check this out. I'll tell you a quick story. So one of my friends that did that, <clears throat> his dad allowed him to buy the actual tape of NWA. So you remember tapes? You remember when tapes used to be there? Oh, thing? yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, so me and my buddy, we're going to the movies. And in the car ride over to the movie theater, um, he's like, he pulls out the tape. He's like, hey, play this. Put this. He's like, because my mom's driving. He's like, pop this in the in the radio. And I'm looking at him like, I'm giving him the stank eye. If, there was the, if it was the stank eye back in the 80s, I gave him that. I'm like, dude. Like my mom is gonna go off on us. No, it's like no, nah, just do it in there. She's driving. She's not paying attention. I'm like, she's paying attention. Trust me. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, no problem. I'm gonna throw it in there. Watch what happened. So I pop the tape in the cassette player, 
in the car and she gave us both the look of death like medusa like i turned to stone i just pointed to my friend i like he took he told me to put it in there because <laughs> <laughs> it was like cute to uh, you know f the police right away and i'm like yeah. sitting there I'm like hey i just pointed to the back seat and she <laughs> ripped that thing out she said um uh, Mr. Because uh, my, my friend last name was Johnson. Mr. Johnson, I don't know what uh, your dad allows you. I mean, if your dad allows you to listen to that at your home, that's perfectly fine. But you cannot listen to this car. And actually, he was being nice because my mom, oof, no joke. That's why I am who I am today. I'm with my dad, too. So he got lucky. I didn't get, you know, if I, if I was me, whew, my butt would have been turned red real right. quick. <laughs> uh, public enemy at Flavor Flav, correct? Yes. Then I'm going public enemy. Chuck D and Flavor Flav. <laughs> Flavor Flav's my boy. I like I'm Flavor Flav. Public enemy. Yeah. <laughs> I like the uh, clock around his no, no, I, I like to use clarifying the group members. I yeah. like that. That yeah. was. That's I mean, Ice Cube, right. of course, was in the right NWA. Yep, yep. Dr. Dre, right? Easy E. Easy E, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's those are, it's a sad Dre, story. How he ran Yellow Boy. Yeah. And Ice Cube was the rapper everybody loved to hate. Yeah. Those are the names. Those still are the is. reasons. Uh, that yeah, right, Amon. He uh, still is. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with NWAs because yeah. all those. I mean, that's that that helped jumpstart hip hop. That jumpstarted obviously gangster rap. That gangster rap. That's what Dr. brought Dre. in gangster rap in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, up the cut, wrestling dog, and then yep. I'm gonna go with NWA. Um, right. By the way, real quick, uh, have you guys seen? Um, the HBO documentary about basically hip hop. Uh, it's called the, oh man, I'll get it here in a second. The something, the something unforgettable ones or and something no, like, no, I've not seen that, but have you seen the movie? Oh, the defiant ones. Defiant, defiant ones. ones. Ooh, it's good. Defiant. No, defiant. no, I haven't seen that either. Ben, it's but good. The defiant ones. I, I recommend that. Uh, that's just, a. That's why I've, I've watched. I think I watched like three episodes of that, and that is great. A great watch. It, it just a little basically breakdown, it, little history of, of rap and West Coast rap. Yeah, yeah but it interweaves everything, really? all types of music. Like you would, it's, yes, it it's so well done. It's so yeah. cool. Uh, and one last thing on that, I love the story about the first time Dre heard Eminem, or they got together, and they yeah. wrote yeah. they like just writing songs. You're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I'm so glad someone documented these stories. All right, guys, this or that, rugby or cricket. Okay, so cricket. I'm an international yeah. on you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go rugby because I was a big football player. I coached youth football for a number of years, too. And rugby just reminds me so much of football. So I'm going to go rugby. Cricket, I don't know if I could yep. ever hit that ball because that racket you use, I guess, or bat. I don't know how you yep. – I don't know, I know what, what it it's is. called. Yeah. But the pitch can bounce on the ground before it gets to you. Like it's, uh, I don't know if I could be able to actually participate in a game of cricket. Yeah, I'm uh... – I respect that as well, but I'm a, I'm a rugby guy too. I played it a little bit. I love I love coaching it as well. Um, I but I will say this about cricket players: I am impressed that they do not use gloves, and that ball is harder than a baseball. Yeah, that they catch with their bare hands. That's impressive. So a lot of respect there. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty impressive too. Because what kind of headgear does rugby wear? Nothing. None. Nothing, right? They no, they do have like soft headgear that the players here use. In non like seven on seven drills or youth say, level though um, high school kids yeah. yeah I don't think they do it in the pros. what's that yeah I'm not sure if they do it in the pros or not yeah either. they only do it in the in the in the players that are in the scrum so the scrum is pretty much like the line of scrimmage so the bigger guys wear it so they protect their ears or unless they if they don't do it they might get those that uh that wrestler ear or the cauliflower like cauliflower <laughs> yeah. all you can 
cauliflower, yep. which is not pretty. You no. know, when you try and go on a date for the first time, you know, <laughs> it doesn't work. Wear a hat. Wear a stocking hat. <laughs> um, all right. So, guys, we're, I'm going to go. Wear a big hat or, or, or grow the hair out. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm, I don't know anything about cricket. I don't really know anything about rugby either. Um, but I'm going to go with rugby. And part of it is because the way Amon described it once is that afterwards everybody drinks. So, yeah, that, that made me think. That's one it. good thing about playing rugby. Both teams, and if you're a part of a big organization, the owners, everybody. So it's like, just imagine, this would never happen, but just imagine we had rugby in America, and it was big time like the NFL. And it was the Packers versus the Bears. And after the game, win or lose, we all had one big old shindig with all the Bears fans and ownership and GM. That's how they get down in Europe and Australia and the countries they play yoga or yoga rugby in. Um, that's how cool it is. Is the whole organization gets drunk together after the game. Can't <laughs> no. beat that. No, that's pretty cool. All right, guys, moving on on this or that. Fancy restaurant or food truck? Fancy restaurant or food truck? We'll start with Ben. It depends upon what part of the country I'm in. The East Coast and the West Coast. And actually, I'm not going to lie, Texas, they have really good um, – Food carts as well. I'll go with food carts in any of those parts of the country. But if I'm in middle America, I'm going to a fancy restaurant if I want a decent meal. I'm on. It's area. Hmm. Yeah, okay. for me. Me, I am I like to just do whatever. So I'm a food truck guy. Don't mind a fancy steak every now and then or a fancy restaurant. But I say nine times out of ten, I'll go food truck. Because usually those food trucks are like the mom and pop restaurants. Mm-hmm. They got the best food in town. And don't just don't, but don't go in there thinking that you're going to eat. You know, don't think about your cholesterol. Don't think about none of that. Just go eat and enjoy. I'm not able to do a lot of fancy restaurants, but I will say this: there's a place in Indianapolis. It's world famous. It's called St. Elmo Steakhouse. Yeah. I've been able to. Yes, to, to you get, talked about that before. Yeah. Yes, it is awesome. And talk about uh, the experience with a, a, a tumbler of whiskey. The experience of going to a steakhouse like that—that's world renowned and it's delicious, and they. You know, wait on you. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, and it's delicious. So I'm gonna go fancy restaurant. Although, obviously, food truck food is is pretty cool in its own right. Yes, you get the right one. Exactly. All right, guys. Final this or that. Black Friday or Cyber Monday? I think we already kind of answered this. We'll start with you, Amon. What do you think? Yeah, we'll give a definite here. So I'm definitely Cyber Monday from the hell stories from my dad and my wife. And other family members trying to go out there and physically shop on Black Friday. And for one, and then the other reason is you got to wake up too early, like 6 a.m. to go shop. No, I'm not waking up on a holiday that early. It's like it's like our law. It's like a God given right on a holiday. That means you could sleep into at least noon. So I'm going to do that. That's why I wait till Cyber Monday so I can wake up at any time (laughs) and shop. Yeah. To me, this is a no brainer. Now, obviously, COVID's changed maybe a lot of this, but. Why would I ever, and maybe somebody will say, well, you just talked about the experience with whiskey. It's the experience. It's fun. But why would I ever want to get up at four something in the morning on a day off and go stand in line outside in the cold and then fight off hundreds of people trying to get a $30 discount on a TV? Like, I don't want to do any of that at all and then be tired the rest of the day. Right. And then. Some of the things that you're waiting in line for is not guaranteed. You no. might get there and they'd be sold out. They could have like six of them in stock. They don't. They, that's the fine print that they don't want you to see. But but even then, like some granted, some Black Friday deals you will never be able to find again. But a lot of deals, if you just follow like deal websites, 
you're going to find that on like June 13th of some random, you know what I mean? Like you'll find a lot of good deals throughout the course of the year that you really honestly don't need to save 70 bucks on the whatever. You, you might find something close to that throughout the course of the calendar year. So I'm a Cyber Monday guy. Way, way easier. Ben, how about you? Yes, uh, if you asked me this question one year ago, I really enjoyed Black Friday shopping. Really? I did it my entire life. Really? I did enjoy it. I did. But now, obviously, I'm Cyber Monday if I do any shopping at all. It'll be Cyber Monday. Was it the experience? Like, it just, was the experience. It yeah. was cool. It was like the one day a year where my family, we would all get up and we'd gear up. Mm. We'd go in the cars. We'd camp out. We'd get ready. I mean... Camp out not like the night before, but we'd get there like an hour before they open, whatever, get in line, do our thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure someone who, like yourself, would say, you just talked about the experience of a whiskey or a fancy restaurant. It's Mm -hmm. the exact same thing with Black Friday. It's something to do, it's an event, it's tradition. Um, Mm -hmm. So I do, I definitely understand that aspect of it too. All right, guys, there you go. That's this week's This or That. Back to you, Amon. All right. Thank you, John, for that. And thank you. For all the listeners tuning in today, that is our show. So tune back in next week. We'll have a new this or that, fun new topics, of course, game releases. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at all one word, Green 30 And I will be streaming back again on Twitch at TV. And then we all will be streaming sooner or later here on Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. And Ben, can you let them know where you can download the podcast and find us on social media? Yeah, anywhere you get your podcast, you'll find us. iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, wherever it may be. Just search Amon Green's Gamers Lounge and then the social channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, AG underscore Gamers Lounge. All right. Talk to y'all later.